0: Welcome to another entry of our show, The Searchers, where we sniff out all the good stuff for you to watch, people. I am your host, Sherlock, or as they call me in the great land of Japan, Meitante Christopher. And with me tonight is my dear Watson. Holmes! (laughs) I now you Holmes, you ousted me!
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Well. So we're here. We're here and sniffing shit, apparently. Are we sniffing aerosols from uh, cans and getting high? I don't know.
0: I was just thinking, or like old school Sherlock, just sniffing cocaine out of a box. Or are we, are are we sniffing
1: box? one of those magazine pages that with the smell under it? Like, oh, look at that cologne. It smells good.
0: It smells yummy. And I, I put sniffing in there because sniffing is what dogs do. Dogs. What's up, dog? Dogs. Hounds. Yeah. Yeah, you get me, dog. Yeah. We are covering the Sherlock Hound from 1984, the TV series that was created by Hayao Miyazaki. The Japanimation. yeah, Also
1: known as anime. Colloquially.
0: <laughs> and we're not covering the whole series.
1: No, that would take a while.
0: It'd take a long while. It's uh,
1: 26 episodes, so we picked, we picked two.
0: Yes, and which two are those, Benjamin?
1: We were going to do the Sherlock Hound movie. And I've been watching a lot of the episodes with friends. Uh, So the Sherlock Hound movie has two episodes on it. There's a 1984 movie with two episodes on it and a 1986 movie with two episodes on it. So I picked one from each instead of doing just one because I really wanted you to experience episode 10. Which had a lot of flying stuff in it. So we're we're reviewing episode three and episode ten of the show in broadcast order. And and what what that means is the Japanese broadcast order. When it came over to America, it the order's all scrambled up. So it's on YouTube. Don't believe the order on there, because it's out of it's out of whack. But Wikipedia is a good tool to uh see what the real episode three and ten are. So as and check yourself. I, yeah, as I kind of skip ahead. You can find it on YouTube and you can find it on uh Blu-ray that just came out last year. It's kind of pricey. Like anime is always pricey on blu ray just because of the rights from Japanese stuff, but you can find it for free online in various locations.
0: Yes. Wink wink. It this would be this would be really cool to own, I think, just because it's it's a obscure-ish Miyazaki item. And he didn't direct all the episodes, but he created the series. So it's and it's it's like any of his other work. It's beautiful to look at.
1: Yeah, it's a, a Japanese and Italian. Hayao Miyazaki went for it, but then they also got RAI, which is an Italian company to kind of back it. And I guess they were going to release have a deal to release it over there. So it's a Italian Japanese. It's mostly Japanese, but.
0: But thanks to the Italians for backing the project.
1: Yes. Uh, and Yeah, Miyazaki directed a lot of places online, for whatever reason, say he directed six episodes. I've looked on both regular Wikipedia and the Japanese Wikipedia, and there's no it's only five. I don't know why people say six, but
0: do you know what the sixth episode they claim to have been directed well, by him?
1: That's what I'm saying. There's nowhere saying that he that he directed it besides someone, I think, fat fingered five to six when they were typing up the uh, Wikipedia page. <laughs> So, okay. it's fine. Um, so, yeah, four of the episodes he directed, you can watch. Um, sorry, four of the episodes were on the movies that came out in theaters. And the fifth one is just another another good one. I, basically, all of his stuff's great. And the ones without him are, mm, you know. Lacking. Yeah, the, the stories aren't as good, which makes sense. Right. But, yeah, everyone knows Sherlock Holmes. You know the original character from Arthur Conan Doyle, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes. They made an they made an anime based off that character, but for some reason, they're like, let's make everybody anthropomorphic dogs.
0: Yeah, and who knows what the inspiration is behind that? Probably because dogs can sniff out things and are good detectives in the animal world. But don't,
1: yeah. But I've <laughs> I read stuff online that. They're like, oh, Holmes is actually a fox <laughs> and, <laughs> and and Mia, and me uh, and Moriarty is actually a wolf. He's not actually They're like it's like, whatever, it's fine. They're they're animals. They're they're mostly all dogs or of canine descent. Uh, but yeah, let's get Fair enough. Let's get the plots out of the way for uh, the episodes.
0: OK, and while we do the plots, that's that's fine quick episode three is called little Martha's big mystery with a exclamation point and a question mark. And episode 10 is called the air battle over Dover exclamation point. They're very excited.
1: Yes. Uh, those two movies or sorry. Those two titles are the Japanese titles. And then there's other titles in English. It's confusing. But if you watch, I
0: saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw the alternative titles. Yeah.
1: If you watch it, if you watch it in sub format, that's what they will be subbed as. If you watch it dubbed it, We'll say something different. Whatever.
0: I think the episode 10 was titled The White Cliffs of Dover or or something like that. It it was like
1: that might be. Yeah, that's the English title, probably.
0: And I thought, oh, Irish stuff is going to happen here. But (laughs) no, no, not. So go ahead. Tell us the plot for episode three.
1: Yeah. So the plot of episode three is Inspector Lestrade and Scotland Yard pursue a criminal mastermind counterfeiting and releasing silver coins in bulk in London. And Sherlock Holmes and Watson investigate the disappearance of a young girl's father. Perhaps these two cases are related. Spoiler, they are. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes,
1: they are. You wanna do the episode ten plot as well, or do you wanna stay on three for a while?
0: Yeah, we can do the might as well.
1: Yeah, so the this one the first one, episode three, is about counterfeiting. And episode 10 is the plot the plot is someone has been sabotaging England's new airmail postal service to Europe, and it's up to Hound, Watson, and Miss Mrs. Hudson to find out who. Very good. The whole show, I I've I've watched 20 out of the 26 episodes so far. The whole show is basically an episodic, you know, criminal crime of the week show. Like there's no story linkage. So you could go watch all five Hayao Miyazaki episodes and get you know that's all you gotta do and they're great
0: i think the only caveat to that is which we'll talk about with episode 10 is there's probably a little bit of character development that would that would carry over to other episodes i mean correct me if i'm wrong not
1: really the character development in the episode is you you start falling in love with the characters if you like watching all of them You start liking the characters more and more as they go on, but the characterization is purely based off of the plot in that episode. So, like, you'll have a lot more touching moments with Sherlock Hound. In some, you'll have Watson's kind of. They're all kind of based off of the characters from you know all the movies from you know Basil Rathbone movies or any any of the movies after that. Any of the TV shows, they're kind of just caricatures of that. But yeah, I, I picked episode. Three specifically because it had very good characterization for Mrs. Hudson when she's kind of besides the other Hayao Miyazaki episode, um, Mrs. Hudson is kidnapped or something like that. It, I for, I forget what number it is. That one has a very good characterization of her, but other than that, she's kind of just like there in the, in the in the. Yeah, scene. I think
0: you mean episode ten, not episode three.
1: Episode ten and then episode yeah episode ten is the one. We're watching. With Mrs.
0: Hudson's characterization.
1: Yes. And then the other one is episode four uh, that we did not watch. I recommend everyone, if you're a high on Miyazaki fan, you should watch the five episodes that he did.
0: Must they're must watch. I'd say they're must watch. Yeah. And I I've mean, only what seen did two you of them what so did,
1: far. Yeah, what did you notice? I mean, right off the bat.
0: Right off the well, so anything that I watch by Miyazaki, I I instantly fall in love with the animation. And in episode Three in particular, it's, it's just the fluidity of everything. So Miyazaki, as we all know, has this iconic or just the, he has the ability to make things feel like real movement. So in episode three, there's this whole thing about counterfeit money. Moriarty's got this counterfeit press. Watching the counterfeit press move and how uh, all these other tellers are counting the coins it's all really awesome to watch, and it's it's mundane stuff. Like if it was filmed in a regular movie, it really it really wouldn't be all that interesting. It'd be glossed um, over, but because exactly, and because yeah. Miyazaki's doing it, you you get sucked into it because you're watching how this machine moves and how it interacts with the world and the environment, and those are all things I immediately take away when I watched both of them. This episode with the counterfeit press, and then episode ten with the planes. The action is. Fantastic, and it's kind of crazy that
1: if you watch the whole show like I did, you watch these episodes and then you go to the other ones, and you can definitely tell there was a bunch of different directors for all the sh- all the episodes. All of them, but mm-hmm. the guy, the guys that went to, to uh, Ghibli with Miyazaki, you can tell it's it's still pretty good. But then there's like the guys that are the people that directed it that <laughs> didn't go to Ghibli, and you can tell why. Like, it's just lazy, lazy animation. I, I don't know. I just really... The the, the difference is there, and you would, you would notice well, it.
0: So the interesting thing is, because we've already brought up the fact that this is based on someone else's material, right? These characters are adapted from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's beloved characters. It's interesting that Miyazaki chose to go here, especially after Cagliostro, where he took someone else's character and he made them this beloved... Um, detective or thief. He's a thief, Um, but he made him a beloved character and really extrapolated his sensibilities and who he was. And that movie on a more basic level, uh, the plot focuses on um, a heist in the beginning. So there's, there's a really good example between Cagliostro and episode three of Sherlock Hound, the movement of the money, um, in in Cagliostro, it's the movement of the dollar bills flying out of the car when they after they steal it from the casino. And that one was actually, I think that's also counterfeit. Yep. And Goat episode three, yep, episode three. But this was with counterfeit coins, and are
1: uh, goats on this. we goats on the coins still? <laughs> That'd be <laughs> yes. funny if they're if they'd be funny if they that was true. But I, I think I don't know. Um, I don't have that detail down.
0: It's similar in all of those ways I just mentioned, but it's cool to see how they were also different because the bills move differently than coins. Um, and Miyazaki really understands how how those work. I mean, it's animation, so like the world logic doesn't need to make sense. It's a cartoon, so the physics and everything like you would watch in a regular cartoon, they do crazy things. But at the same time, he taps into how these items should move if they were to be in our world. Best way I, it's the best way i can put it
1: the counterfeiting machine is just like the animation's great i mean awesome the direction is like absolutely perfect for these little 23 minute episodes like it's it's got everything every single scene is like perfect even the transition scenes there's so much detail well
0: the intro and the the intros and the endings or it's the characters riding bikes and in typical Miyazaki fashion, in later movies, he would sort of do the same thing with like the little wood sprites or like um, you know any of the little characters, uh, kid characters that he would have. So,
1: are you talking Which about sort of the intro and outro songs?
0: Yes. Yeah. If, to the if, to the show. If we
1: would wa- if you and I would have watched the Sherlock Hound movie that I found online from the Japanese Blu-ray, so there was no subtitles. Why we? Another reason we didn't do it. Those there's no intro outro. It's like you're you're missing. Oh. You're missing so much from not doing that. I lo- and I love those songs. They're so. The songs great. are
0: great. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So, to add on to this, another aspect that's very Miyazaki, which I just barely hinted on, was uh, episode three has some really great moments with the um, sweet moments between Little Martha and Sherlock and Watson. So, Little Martha's a little girl. But Miyazaki really understands how to make these really really nice moments between children and adults and it's obvious again
1: if i just keep contra- contrasting with like the series there's less of these like the uh, the side characters are kind of annoying and just like cardboard cutouts in the other episodes like, there's no char- oh, good. there's no characterization behind them
0: it's good to mention this, though, so people know what they're getting. Like, you're going to watch this. If you're going to watch this at all, you're going to watch the five Miyazaki movie uh, episodes and then probably not watch the rest. Yeah. But if you like it, you'll go. You'll go for the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And um, and, and just speaking of details. Um, like how the the clue to, is revealed to Sherlock in this one. is so, yes. There's so much detail in that letter.
0: There's this trick with the with a peephole in a piece of paper that he puts in front of the people and it 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 was it's so intricate that it's it, it blew my mind that it was happening
1: and you're yeah you're not getting that in any other episodes i mean it's <laughs> it's just like this is his five episodes have the most elaborate reveals it's just sherlock kind of just bum you know he doesn't like bumble his way around but he kind of just like pulls out a magnifying glass in the other episodes like oh there's a clue right there like okay right. like why did right. he, why did you find that in this one they explain everything like he gets the letter he he uses you know it just it everything makes sense there's a process there's steps
0: well he, when little martha comes to him she has a newspaper and then he looks at the newspaper For what she brought it for, but then he sees that, oh, this other thing is circled on the paper and it sounds like it's related to the counterfeit coins. Is Martha's father also involved with this case? Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, it's just picking up little, little pieces like that. And um, I think for both episodes, episode three and episode 10, Moriarty is played as a fool, which is hilarious in my opinion. Very different from the characters of or of where they originally come from. Yeah, and he's he's really he's really more like a Wile e. Coyote type, which is funny and maybe a little ironic because people think that he's a wolf, and maybe he is.
1: He's evil, but he has a, a soft side, kind of not not soft, but he he like has moments of like, all right, he's not a terrible person. Well, I was gonna say terrible yeah. human being, but he's not a terrible yeah, animal. <laughs> but like in the in the movies, just like. Any of the movies with Basil Rathbone, like The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, like Moriarty kills, like, multiple people. Like, actually kills them.
0: And he's incredibly cunning. Like, absolutely as...
1: Like a fox. No, I mean, sorry, like a a wolf. Like a wolf.
0: (laughs) Sherlock's the fox. Damn it. Either way.
1: Yeah, I mean, Moriarty here and the entire show is, like you said, played for laughs, and him and his gang with he has two dogs that follow him, a short one and a, a short, like, stout one and a, a really tall, skinny one, Smiley and Todd. And yeah. Again, like, in Miyazaki's episodes, they kind of have a little bit of, like, some touching moments behind them. Like, they're not terrible guys either. Like, they just want to steal whatever they're stealing to, like, eat gourmet food. Like, they're like, oh, we just want to eat, like, be rich. Like, <laughs> yes. we don't actually, like, want to hurt anybody. We just want to, like, you know, eat well for once. Cause, like, right,
0: and... The whole joke is like they they're frying fish and it's from it's like from the river at the park or something yeah, and the 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 fish looks grungy as heck,
1: yeah I mean it's just they want to go rags to riches the wrong way, and it it's understandable, but Moriarty is more like, I just want to do this thing and like have this great plan because I want to say that I did it like he doesn't really care about he- making the money right he just magically the entire series he magically just has like all these giz, uh, gizmos and gadgets and vehicles. I'm like, where are you getting the money for this, bro?
0: <laughs> right, it's exactly like Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah,
1: they're always stealing shit, but they always get foiled. And I'm like, it's just like, oh, he just has them, right?
0: right. And, yes. they're, and they're and they're they're funny. They're funny. You just you order the next Acme item, the rocket skates with the helmet, and you just go after the roadrunner. And uh, you're going to get foiled every time, but you're going to keep ordering the next expensive thing to try. Yeah, I mean. And prevail.
1: I don't know. Moriarty's kind of got this like uh, steampunk thing going on with his, with all of his gadgets. Yes. So
0: Steampunk it plus his outfit a little bit.
1: Yeah. Which have you ever seen uh, Sherlock Holmes in the 26th century? It was like, a, no, it was like either on Fox 45 or Fox kids or four kids or, PBS, i forget what what uh station growing up but i didn't have cable so it was one of those like free channels and it's like sherlock okay. holmes somehow gets like either frozen or something i only remember like two episodes but he basically like goes into the future like blade runner and it's just like you know flying vehicles and all this stuff and i it's just kind of funny to contrast that with this that's so interesting this is just so like it's like set in like early Well. Yeah, early nineteen hundreds. They they have like horse and c- buggies, but like of course Sherlock's got his own he's got his own little like kind of car little thing. Uh, I don't know if he uses it yes. in this episode.
0: Not but, episode three, but Mrs. Hudson uses it in episode ten and she heals it.
1: Yeah, they well yeah, they have cars. She's driving a car, but yeah, he has like this this little like intricate speed oh, buggy you're right. thing.
0: It it is different. Yeah. You're right. And in this episode,
1: right. episode three is pretty good, but like the counterfeiting's fine it but they foil them and they're holding this guy hostage and I will I do want to point out that it, they Todd and Smiley are using guns in this episode and I don't think they use guns throughout the series like Miyazaki of course gives the biggest threat with his stuff too so it's just the most payoff but I really want to talk about episode 10 because it, it. it features all the flying stuff that we we all and all the fans of Miyazaki movies know like you know Porkeroso uh, Castle in the Sky, which is my favorite Miyazaki. I think we've talked about this before, but just love that. Maybe
0: briefly. The space yeah.
1: like the uh the 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 flying pirates, I love that shit.
0: Yeah, Rosso, Castle in the Sky have those. Um even the flying and Kiki's delivery service. The Wind Rises.
1: Um, He's got it in everything.
0: He's got it in everything. He's got it yeah, in his exactly. new one.
1: Which is Oh which,
0: yeah, baby. Which is what's it
1: called now? Wasn't it called like why do you do that, or how do you think? Or how it's do it's you- called?
0: How do you? It, the Japanese title is tra- supposed to translate to "How do you live?" Yeah, and the American title now is "The Boy and the Heron." Why but do it's based I, why on I do that? I don't know, but it's based on an actual Japanese novel. And they just announced the release date for U.S. theaters it is December eighth, yeah. twenty twenty three. Folks,
1: we'll plan to cover that within in the few weeks that it comes out for sure.
0: For sure. Which is so why this is like a little primer.
1: Yeah. Why we're doing Plus.
0: this. Yeah.
1: But yeah, episode yeah. 10 gives Miss Hudson or Mrs. Hudson rather like backstory, very briefly backstory about her husband dying and how she's tied to these guys that fly these planes and someone's sabotaging their planes and like cutting them to pieces and they're falling apart out of the sky. That's how the, that's how the episode opens up. Um, And yeah, she's just given like, it's a perfect, Excuse me, it's a perfect Miyazaki uh female character. I mean he he does it's the same thing every time. It's like Fuji it really Fujiko and yeah. Cagliostro.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and this episode is special, as I believe you already mentioned, because it it impresses a lot of character it stretches out the characters and how they grow or they mean a little bit more, um, particularly for Miss Hudson. Yes. And And I mean, because the episode starts off with her a little bit of a backstory with how all these it's as you I mean, you can explain this part if you want, but it's it's the dynamic between her and the men of her past. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: that and like everybody thinks she's the best, like all these guys that used to work with her, like they all want her to come back. They all think she's I mean, it's the only episode what it's one of the only episodes like it in the entire series. So that's why I wanted to highlight it. Uh, She's like this cute little, you know, she's obviously like a dog, but it's, she's pretty human in her face. Stop laughing at me, Chris,
0: (laughs) but all the, all the furries, all the furries that listen to us. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I just love that shit. Mm.
0: (laughs) Just just kidding. Just kidding.
1: But, yeah, in a lot of the other episodes, she's just like the housekeeper, and this one, she Miyazaki, of course, is going to put her in the center and make her like the main character. But this
0: episode, yeah, also, she's a cute character. You're right. This episode also yeah. sh-
1: shows it. Also shows Sherlock getting bested by Moriarty and his gang. They get hit over the head and put you know tied up. Which right? If you're if you're not trying to make a children based show, you're clearly going to have the guy not the bad guy not kill him (laughs) right but in the episode in episode three that we watched they're shooting you know they're shooting at like the the dad when he's running away so right you don't get that in in all the other episodes in most of the other episodes there's no threat like that like there's no like oh he actually Moriarty actually won usually Sherlock's just so much better than him or they're stupid or they just make mistakes and
0: the the build-up in this one is it (laughs) <laughs> the camera constantly goes to that bottle of that jar of nitroglycerin
1: you didn't just drink that did you mm-hmm. that's not good that's nitroglycerin don't move uh, don't breathe don't do anything uh, except pray
0: man Boom! Yeah! <laughs> and then you know it's building up to it so you're just waiting for it to happen and it's bouncing and Bouncing all over the place until until it actually explodes. It blows up. You're just that. wondering when it's going to happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You said Wily yeah. Coyote, and the end of this uh, the end of this episode is just like uh, Team Rocket getting blown out of. Why do we get all of the pain and none of the gain? Wow, love that. Team
0: Rocket's blasting off again. Thank you. I was gonna. I was going to mention it.
1: It's literally Team Rocket, uh, like, and that's kind of like their na- dynamic a little bit. I mean, Meowth isn't Moriarty, but like, it's kind of like that where, like, he's he's kind of the smarter. He's smarter for sure. He's the he's the evil genius, uh, Moriarty. But like his two lovable like henchmen, like everyone still likes likes them, you know?
0: Right. They're good. They're good to have around for the show's dynamic. Yeah. Um, but again, like I said before. Reason why I love this episode is that it, the movement in the air is so fluid. Um, and you can see that with all the flying vehicles and stuff that exactly what Miyazaki has been known to do. And it it's a totally a precursor to nausicaa and Porcaroso in their mechanics. And there's one point where another dude in a in a quote unquote racing car pulls up alongside Miss Hudson when she's driving and he as the kids say, vibes as the Porcaroso, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, when you mentioned Nausicaa, I mean it's it's this show was literally the proving ground, his last proving ground before doing Ghibli. Um, and that's why the show kinda got screwed up and how things played out, we're kinda lucky as fans, but this show got uh issues with um being sued by the Conan Doyle family. Um, over the use of the name in Japan, so they stopped production uh. for a few years. So this was probably actually, like, the these episodes were probably from, like, 82, and then Miyazaki left the project, and that's why there's all these directors for the different episodes. So he went, and from this went and made Ghibli and Nausicaä.
0: Interesting. I, I did not know. And, well, and, I mean, I know he went to go on to make other stuff, but yeah. I didn't know that that's how
1: it happened. And, and funny enough, this that first Sherlock Hound movie was a double feature in theaters for Nausicaa, and the second one was for Castle in the Sky, which came after. So, cool. the hostage, the kidnapped Miss, Mrs. Hudson episode, and this in episode 10, the one we're talking about today, were combined for Castle in the Sky, and then the counterfeiting one and uh, the episode called, um, actually, no, I lied. Blue Ruby and Treasure at the Bottom of the Sea are the Nausicaa one. So I picked the fifth one that wasn't on the other, um, oh, okay, quote unquote movies, which they're not movies. There's no editing. They just put two episodes together, cut out the intro and outro, and just play it. That's it. Yeah. It's kind of lazy, honestly. It's, it must have been for some kind of marketing, like, hey, watch this movie made by the guy who made Sherlock Hound, which was popular in Japan this year. Like, that's probably, that's probably exactly what it was because we all know, how crazy the Japanese are about their marketing! I mean, they they they, they literally monetize everything, like every right. everything, every action figures and uh, the the gambling machines. What are they, pachinko or whatever? Uh, like they make everything about anime and manga or whatever. Like they just make everything about money and getting this the image out there, the branding.
0: Yes, from where you left off. That's really all I have to say, I think, from watching these two episodes. It's they're they're short 24 minutes, 25 minutes, um, breezy plots, but, you know, a little bit more intricate from what you're saying compared to the other episodes. Um, And it's just a good time. Like, it's not, you know, you're enjoying the animation and it's classic Miyazaki. You can watch
1: one of these episodes a week for half a year and you'd be like, oh, I'm not mad about that. Like it, it's exactly. good, and like uh, the music in this show is fantastic. Yes, especially the Miyazaki episodes. Obviously, e- everything is better in these ep- these five episodes. I I recommend wat- um, watching them. You can go look up which ones I'm specifically talking about on Wikipedia. They're listed out broadcast order versus YouTube. But um, yeah, I would rate. Since we're not we're not going to do a full length episode on this, guys, just because we want to get some Miyazaki stuff out there, but we also didn't want to make this a, uh, you know, hour and 15 minutes about talking about uh, animation because animation's is v- very visual. You got to go watch it. So I really recommend you do that. I would rate the show like a 5.5 to a six. Like it's, it's solid, but it's not like anything amazing just because of mm-hmm. the dip in quality. But the Miyazaki episodes, I'd probably, they'd average around a seven for me.
0: I, your take is going to mean more here because you've seen the other episodes. Um, I'd probably. I mean, I, I, that's the thing. Like, I, I love seeing what Miyazaki did in the two episodes. Um, but hearing all your feedback. Yes. And I, I mean, these aren't full length features. You're not getting um, amazing amounts of character depth. Um, so I, I think I'm in the same spot. It's, it's, it's going to float between a six or a seven out of ten. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. A six yeah. or a seven out of ten.
1: They're worth what it's worth to check out a, a handful of them just to see what they're about. And maybe you'll really dig it more than us. Um yeah. I, I really like the Sherlock Holmes character, but the, like the, the dog I thing do too. doesn't really the dog thing doesn't really do anything to me. They don't ever acknowledge that they're dogs. It's kind of weird. Like, they're just, it's just a thing. It's the world they live in. But uh, look, since we're talking about uh we brought up Lupin the third uh Zenigata is literally Lestrade. It's it's this, they're the same character. I mean, he obviously took a lot from that movie for, which I think came out in like 78, 79, 79 I yes. think. And yes. and t- took took that and put it in this show. So, if you like Lupin the 3rd, uh The Castle of Cagliostro, you'll like seeing these couple episodes.
0: I mean, as I mentioned, it's it's sort of that perfect puzzle piece that Shows you where he left off from his debut feature to where he ended up just taking off with all the worlds that he would create with like Nausicaa. I mean, Nausicaa, to me, in my opinion, Nausicaa is such a huge step up from Cagliostro and and these two episodes. But I mean, that's I'm not trying to throw shade at those either. Like they're great for what they are.
1: Yeah, this this these episodes were a stepping stone for him. It's yes. so just a part of the process, a part of the journey, and I'm happy we got what we got after this. But I'm also... Exactly. This is also fun to go watch these these short little episodes. It's fun to watch and just compare. Agreed. Oh, one last thing. I gotta bring it up. He used it in this episode and a couple other, other episodes. Uh, when the, okay. when the one guy's jumping out of the plane, he swims through the air, like in Lupin, the yes it, like he uses that trope so many times that it's just because it's funny like oh it is I'm, funny i'm swimming through the air to catch up to where i'm supposed to be i just i crack up
0: yeah yeah um, that's that's great
1: i don't know guys it's a, it's a soft recommend It's soft recommend
0: if you're a miyazaki fan
1: it's a must watch it. it's, a, it's a must see if you're a miyazaki fan
0: if you like any of his movies yeah watch this if you exactly. want it in small little tidbits, like it, it's it's a it's a short twenty four minutes. You're gonna, you know, I don't want to say you're gonna feel good, but like it's it's just it's very mellow. You're you're gonna jam out to the theme song, and you're gonna, oh, get a little bit. You're gonna get a little Sherlock Holmes. Those
1: those theme songs, uh, intro and outro by Da Capo, a Japanese artist, like uh, like I think, they're, I think they're a duo or a trio. I don't know. They're fantastic. It's it's yeah. worth it. It's like it's whimsical it'll it'll uh it'll make you happier for 30 minutes why not
0: and if you just if you just want to be happy just go buy the music and then don't watch the animation
1: or go buy the go buy the anime for 55 dollars on amazon which on I, amazon i would wait for a sale but yeah it is what it is but yeah um you, you got anything else no i'm good Alright, go watch it, guys, and uh, stay tuned. In the near months, we will be covering another Miyazaki movie.
0: A new one.
1: Yes. Well, thanks. Uh, send your mailbags into the searchers Podcast at gmail.com. Um, like, rate, and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. Uh, review, um, like our last episode, if you send in a review or you message us even on Letterboxd, if you're just too lazy to freaking type an email and press send. Yes. <laughs> Message us on Letterbox about the podcast. Just let us know. And we'll we will yeah. uh we'll put the, the shout out on. And we appreciate any kind of feedback. Even uh nasty ones, no I'm kidding. <laughs> only Lerve yeah. only lerve.
0: lerve. Nothing but Lerve here, yeah. baby.
1: Alright guys.
0: It's uh it's been real.
1: Peace out.